comforting Bruises come and go Broadcasting around the world at whivfm.org This is Health is a Human Right radio show Protecting people like yourself I have some news for you We're here to defend wealth I have some news for you We're here to defend wealth Tra-la-la-la Let's go. This is 102.3 WHIV LPFM. My name is Mark Allendary, and it is great to be back on air. It's been some time since I've been gone uh, away, uh, a little bit of uh, work abroad. Uh, there was uh, some, uh, uh, some uh, vacation time in there, and uh, all in all, it's just really a pleasure to be back. This is Nola Matters. This is Health is a Human Right, and again, it's a pleasure to be back. Uh, on air, 102.3 WHIV's volunteer-driven community radio station. Now more than ever, we need a platform for human rights and social justice. So we are able to honor independent voices with community support. So please consider becoming a member of WHIV. You can support us by going to our website at whivfm.org. Thank you for all the love and support y'all give us. We are not a radio station with a mission. We are a mission with a radio station and all wars. It is a pleasure before we get started talking about San Fairman and the running of the bulls here in New Orleans. It's really a pleasure to have on air one of the editors of Reader's Digest, and they are uh, going to be talking to us a bit about uh, a, a program that they've got running calling, uh, called the 50 Nicest Places in America that is selected based on kindness and civility. And during a time when the headlines are spot- spotlighting cultural negativity and political divides, there are still good things that happen across the U.S. After reviewing over 1,000 stories from all 50 states, Reader's Digest has selected a finalist in every state for the nicest place in America, and now Reader's Digest is asking for Americans to vote. And on the phone with me is Jeremy Greenfield, and Jeremy Greenfield is a senior editor at Reader's Digest, where he works on new product development. Jeremy, can you hear us? I can. Great to be here. Thank you so much for appearing on WHIV. I'd love to hear a bit about uh, about what you guys are doing there. So I think you said it right. We look around the country and, you know, we're not a political magazine, but we can see that, you know, regardless of where you sit uh, in politics, that a lot of people are fighting. A lot of people are upset right now. And we wanted to address that for our readers. But 
we're not like other media. We're not there to cover the conflict, and, and we respect their roles in doing that. I mean, if you pick up a copy of Reader's Digest, you're going to see um, digested articles from all across the media landscape in there. Uh, so we thought, what can we do to talk about this cultural moment in a, re a way that will bring something to our readers' lives? And what we decided on is nicest places in America. Uh, we wanted to point out places where things are going right, where kindness is winning, where civility is the rule, where um, neighbors are friends and where strangers are welcomed. And when we started this three years ago and we went out to the country and said, send us your stories, we, we didn't know what we were going to get. We didn't know if people were going to send us their stories of kindness and civility. But three years and, and nearly 2,000 submissions later, um, we know that uh, no matter what state you're in, no matter what kind of place you're living in, no matter what your background is, um, no matter what you've been through in life, that there's some place in America where people just like you are making their communities uh, much, much better uh, through kindness and caring about each other. That's a great idea. And instead of focusing on the differences, what you all are, are focusing on is the similarities that brings us as human beings together. And that is, again, through kindness and civility. Uh, so kudos to, to Reader's Digest for coming up with a great way to find a way to unite us rather than find a way to divide us. Are there a couple stories that, that, that were some of your favorites? I, I, when, when, when I first got the, uh, the email for this, I was really intrigued by it, clicked on the email, and just was really fascinated. Fascinated, and and so uh, uh, so I wanted to hear maybe from about a favorite story of yours that really stood out from the rest of them. So yeah, we've gotten first of all over the years about two thousand uh, nominations, and last year and the year before we named ten finalists across the country, and this year we decided to name one in every single state again because we want anyone who reads this to be able to relate to it and say like, hey, there's a place like this near me or just like the place I live in. Um, now, because we're in the middle of a voting process, I can't tell you which of the 50 that we have this year are my favorites, but I'd love to tell you about um, some of the others that have really captured my attention and the attention of, of our readers. Um, that would be great. So last, last year, our cover story, The Winning Place, uh, was uh, Yasin's Falafel House in Knoxville, Tennessee. And Yassin uh, was a refugee from the war in Syria. Uh, he had fled to Spain and then eventually made his way to America. Um, back home, he had what I think we'd all consider to be a, a white-collar job. Um, but in America, he didn't uh, have uh, the language skills. He didn't have a driver's license. He started, as a lot of refugees do, with, with very little. So he did what he knew to do, which is to make sandwiches. Sandwich making is, is, is a real deal in Syria, and they make amazing sandwiches. They're all across the board. And he made sandwiches and sold them outside of his mosque every single week, basically at cost. Um, and it took about two years until a local businessman in the Muslim community noticed him, noticed his hard work, his dedication, and I think most importantly for Yassin's success, as you'll soon hear, his extremely relentlessly kind attitude. Um, he decided, hey, I'll take, a, I'll take a chance on this guy. And they opened up a sandwich restaurant together. And um, through a lot of just the, you know, the old American dream, a lot of sweat, a lot of, a lot of tears um, has made it a financial success, but, but also through kindness. So Yassin um, 
hires uh, a lot of refugees. He hires uh, people who uh, have been convicted felons or have had trouble getting jobs because of that. And I think we all know because of the opioid crisis that there are a lot of folks who are not, you know, violent people who may have records and may have trouble getting employment later. Um, it's right across the street from a, a women's shelter in Knoxville. And so he's hired uh, folks from women from the women's shelter who are trying to rebuild their lives. Um, but he also make sure that Yassine is in Yassine's falafel house is an engine of kindness in the community. They, uh, anytime that there's a flood or a fire, that's where the fundraisers start. That's where the most energy around charity is. Um, and, you know, lastly, he really combats the kind of hate you, you might imagine that someone like him faces with love. He, um, I'll just give you one story, uh, about him in this regard. He, um, was giving a, a speech, a small speech at a small gathering around Christmas time in Knoxville in the big square. And it was sort of an interfaith gathering about the season and, and the, you know, the spirit of the season to be charitable, to be welcoming. Um, and someone in the crowd uh, who uh, maybe was a little bit inebriated um, and looked like he had been through some rough times uh, had started shouting up at the stage um, you know, that, that refugees were ruining America and that they took his job and he wasn't able to find a job because of, of um, immigrants. And Yassin got off the stage and he waded into the crowd and he went up to the guy who happened to be draped in an American flag and said, hey, let's go up on stage together. Let's hold this American flag together. Let's talk about your problems. Let's talk about how we can all build a better community together. And you know what? If you need a job, I've got a job for you. And he ended up talking to the man a little bit. They didn't go on stage, but but they shook hands. And um, and that's the kind of guy Yassine is. He has a motto that we love, that we were so happy to put in our magazine, uh, which is, when you break bread, you break hate. Um, and he that's believes that, that sharing meals with people uh, brings people together. Um, so that was one of my absolute favorite stories. And I'm happy to tell as many others as you want to hear. No, that 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 is great as it uh, uh, as it really reflects kind of the um, really the, the values of, of our country. Uh, and, I, you know, I'm a son of, of immigrants. And, and so I um, uh, am very grateful for how the country took in both my parents that immigrated from North Africa uh, to the U.S. And, and that really speaks to uh, the best of America. And I really think that what you guys are doing, uh, highlighting that through the 50 nicest places in America selected based on kindness and civility is amazing. Where can people go and vote uh, 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 for uh, some of their favorite uh, stories? Yeah, can I tell you, uh, everyone, where, where they need to go to vote and read some of these stories? Yes, yes, please. So you go to rd.com slash nicest. That's rd as in Reader's Digest dot com slash nicest. And if you go to rd.com slash nicest, you're going to see a map of America. And um, I urge you to sort of click through all these states because every single place has an inspiring story. And, and these are places big and small. We've got cities of hundreds of thousands of people, and we've got a town uh, in one of, uh, one of the Mountain West states of 71 people. That's one of our nicest places, and it's people from all different backgrounds, and they're all doing amazing things that we hope will make you feel good about humanity and about America, but also we hope it inspires people to go to their communities and say, hey, how can I make my community a better place? That's, that's amazing. So uh, that's rd.com slash nicest, correct? That's right. RD.com forward slash nicest. Jeremy Greenfield is a senior editor at Reader's Digest. Jeremy, before I let you go, let me just say real quickly on a personal note, 
Um, I grew up uh, a reading Reader's Digest. In fact, I think it was, um, this is in the uh, early 70s, uh, when we used to get, uh, my family got a subscription to Reader's Digest, and I I think all the way through my teens. Um, And I I don't know if you know this, but I'm a doctor, and um, uh, I'm an HIV doctor, and the uh, at a very very young age, I knew I was going into medicine, and there was a section in Reader's Digest. I don't know if it's still there or not. That was called "Laughter is the Best Medicine," and um, absolutely, I, that, that, we still got that. That impacted me. Just just one person in in the in many million in a country of many millions. But I just want you to know, as a little boy growing up uh, in Los Angeles, uh, again, son of immigrants, that 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 that. I read it every week or every month or whenever the Reader's Digest came out, and it was such an important point. To this day, as a 51-year-old physician, I, I use laughter, and I still quote that laughter is really, truly the best medicine. So I've never had an opportunity to talk to somebody from Reader's Digest to say that, but I just wanted to just kind of share that, that that was just, you know, from uh, as a personal experience with Reader's Digest. But y'all, please go down to, uh, go uh, to uh, rd.com uh, forward slash uh, nicest and uh, go and check out some of those stories. And vote on some of your favorite stories uh, as uh, we want to really help out and get a great uh, showing here from Southern Louisiana to Reader's Digest. Thank you so much, uh, uh, Jeremy. It's such a pleasure talking to you. Likewise. And and I'll pass your thoughts on to the editor-in-chief. I'm sure he'll be really happy about it. Thank you so much. I really do appreciate it. Take care. All right. And uh, moving on, it's such a pleasure. It is before before we get started. Before we move, I got to do the most obvious uh, uh, things. Uh, uh, that um, uh, growing up, uh, also a, a Moroccan uh, in uh, uh, in Los Angeles and and in Montreal, um, you couldn't get away from. <laughs> I got Mickey Hannon in the house, y'all. Hola, hola amigo. <laughs> I got Mickey Hannon in the house. Here's a little Gypsy Kings. <laughs> I uh, I play this uh, every year that you're here. Uh, Mickey Hannon uh, is here, and we're going to spend the rest of the hour uh, talking about uh, the amazing San Fairman uh, running of the Bulls uh, that we do every year. Uh, Mickey, welcome back to WHIV. It's such a pleasure to have you back on air. Likewise. Always a fun time with you. Uh, the, 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 it always goes really slow. <laughs> so let's, let's get a couple of the, the big ticket issues out of the way. Where can people get more information? All information uh, can be found at www.nolabulls.com. There's links there for all the different events over the weekend and then uh, to get your tickets too. So uh, just dig around, find some fun stuff. And then also obviously Facebook and Instagram are are great ways to communicate with us too. And Nola Bulls is the primary... Primary tag or San Fairman or so, yeah it- uh, well yeah Nola Bulls is that's the company that we founded uh, to start this uh, San Fermín in Nueva Orleans is the name of the event you can also uh, just Google running of the Bulls in New Orleans or things like that so. Great. And then just for us just to kind of go over the basics before we jump into some of the details, um, uh, usually the uh, the actual run, and we'll talk about each of the activities in a second, but for the actual running of the Bulls happens at 7.15? 8 a.m. sharp. But we have things that lead up to that it. That lead so up to it, of course. Miss. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, but people are, are should be wearing white That's, pants yeah, with a red yeah. sash. Or your favorite uh, Latin or Spanish uh, garb, however. You know, you can get creative, have fun. But I, I have seen more and more creativity every year. Yeah. It's always yeah. amazing. We do see some, some things that are a little perplexing, but... Uh. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you what. 
I think the one time Dubendorfer showed up in a bowl. These people that are coming in with like these big inflatable, these inflatable. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. It's like it has to be a sauna in there. Oh yeah, he told me he was. Uh, he probably lost fifteen, twenty pounds that day. He would have to stick his hand out of the zipper on the top to get some water and beer. Uh, but he had a blast doing it. Yeah. <laughs> but then I've seen other people do like the T Rexes. Oh, but yeah. it, it was brilliant. They they came as uh, it was, uh, was uh, there was a bull, there was a red bull, and there was a, and a, white, and a bull. white bull. It was yeah. it was perfect. And we have some black and brown ones that we have for the for you know our crew. But Pat was like, I want one of those too. <laughs> <laughs> and then so of course they are chased uh the uh of course we are not letting bulls uh, mm. uh loose on the streets uh we th- there, there may be tanks in dc but we are not having bulls uh, <laughs> in uh we're not gonna have bulls here in new orleans instead we use roller girls roller we, derby girls let's talk about yes. that yeah so that started back in the first year which was 2007 um, our co-founder Tracy Bellina was, uh, well, now Tracy Bellina Malazzo. Yes, was uh, she was a fledgling roller derby girl. She was one of the big easy roller girls in training. And when uh, Beth and I kind of brought this up to her and Dylan uh, about let's let's create our own thing and let's the, let the girls chase the boys, she said, well, why don't we let uh, why don't we see if the big easy roller girls want to be a part of it? And so she brought it to them, and they were like, yeah, yeah. we want in. <laughs> and then so now you have teams from all over the southern states, oh, or? not southern man. It's really. I mean, they come from Canada, they come from Seattle, L.A., and they New make, York, and they're, and Chicago. that's the thing. And and I'll talk about that in a second. But just to kind of f- finish off this stop. So people run through the streets, and there's roller girls. There's girls on roller skates that have the wiffle bats. Right, or the fat, fat wiffle bats. The yeah. fat wiffle bats, and they get a little tuck on the tush, uh, oh, so yeah. to speak. Some, some are more uh, overzealous yeah, I think than I, Yeah, I've, uh, <laughs> I, I've had an experience or two. I'm sitting playing the drums. I'm like, you're not supposed to hit me. You know? <laughs> it's really cute. <laughs> <laughs> it was the last one I got. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, and so you guys, and uh, was it the last count was 800? Well, bulls? No, oh, bulls, it's, yeah. Well, we peaked at one year. I think it was 500. Okay, and got it's, it. it's kind of, it's come down to around 200 uh, these got last it. couple of okay. years. Okay. And then, and then they also get real elaborate with their costumes oh, sure. and yeah, stuff yeah, as well. Really cool stuff they do. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. Uh, they, their, their helmets are full of like horns and yeah. like recently I've been seeing like machine gun. Horns yeah. There's and, more, like, machine guns. There's uh, like a minotaur's head that actually had smoke coming out. Oh of it yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy fun. And stuff. then that's also because you guys have a con. And I think I even saw chainsaw. I wonder if there, there was, was a, yeah, there there just, that was uh, Trigger, who's won the competition a few times. She she came as a Texas Chainsaw Massacre yeah. themed thing. She's the one that had the the guns on the head too. Did well, she, yeah, and uh, they they were cap guns that actually had. Did know, they really? Pop, 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 pop. Uh, as a quick aside, I'll do. You know, I was in Bulgaria, and, and Leon and I were in uh, Sofia, in the capital city. And and I read a message that says you have to go see the uh, peace pigeon. So we f- asked around until we finally found the peace pigeon. The peace pigeon is a um, is a pigeon. It's a very large pigeon, maybe half the size of this room, maybe quarter the size of this room that we're in right now. A big structure uh, made completely out of machine guns. Oh wow. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it pooped or something. No, right? think about the irony of that. Yeah, right. Machine guns. <laughs> and a piece a, 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 
Uh, if you're tuned in, you are listening to 102.3 WHIVLP. It's a pleasure and honor to have Nikki Hannon, the founder uh, of uh, NOLA Bulls. Uh, the, that is the great San Fairman running of the Bulls that is happening this Saturday. Uh, and you can find more information at nolabulls.com and Facebook and Twitter and all of that stuff. They, they are at NOLA Bulls. All right, so... The uh, the event itself is on Saturday, but of course the night before is I know I oh and I had practiced this mm-hmm. El Chupanaza, uh, oh, close Chupanazo Chupanazo. See, ah, it ends in an A though, doesn't it? No, or, it's it's yeah. God bless it. I see it in my head as an A. All right, so El Chupanazo is He's probably confused because we use the Basque spelling. That makes it a little more difficult. There it is. There yeah. is a Spanish which is C H. Right. So uh, that's what I was be thinking. Easier for you, but it's pronounced the same. So <laughs> Chupinazo. El Chupanazo, and that's this is on Friday night from five Friday to night, nine, nine at the Sugar Mill. Sugar Mill. And what is the El Chupanazo? Uh, so it's a ticketed event, and uh, you get for for that price, which is a very incredibly reasonable. Price. Yes, it is. Uh, you get food from six restaurants. You get an open bar uh, for four hours. And then we have live music. Uh, Viva's Latin band duo is going to be there. Uh, and then we have a silent and live auction for some really cool stuff. And all the proceeds from that go to the charity Best Friends Forever. Right. And we'll definitely, definitely focus yeah, yeah, on Best Friends Forever in a second. Um, okay. So that's on, that's five to nine. That's uh, Friday night at uh, the Sugar Mill. Correct. Then the next day, uh, what time do you want folks? And let me just say also in the past, uh, folks just used to show up. Uh, now uh, this is an event where uh, the organizers would like you to please sign up. Of course. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and please purchase things too while you're signing yes. up because uh, that helps keep this event uh, going. Uh, it costs money to blow that air conditioning at the sugar mill. Indeed, it feels and good. You, and you're going to be happy when that's <laughs> when the when there's air conditioning uh, going on there. So please, 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 nolabulls.com. You can go there and register to let the organizers and let Nikki and his folks know that you are coming. And then again, while you're there, please purchase some things as well. Uh, that's important for the organizers to be able to keep the festivities going. So what, so the run is at eight. Let me say this: I know that not everyone's gonna gonna register. We know that. So we do have a free area outside where we do want you to come and get some food from the food trucks and buy some merchandise. Those are other ways you can support the event without spending the money. If you do register, though, you get to go inside where the air condition is, where the real, real party is, and we'll talk about more stuff than that. that. That registration really helps support the event. We know you're not gonna. Everyone's gonna not gonna do it. So come out to the free area and hang out with us. We have a DJ out there as well. Right. So if you don't sign in, there's still places. There's gonna be tons of great food out there. Uh, things for sale, drinks for sale outside as well, as well as a DJ. And it's Correct. it's a great place to be able to go and hang out. But again, please, please, please go and register to let the organizers know uh, that you guys are coming. And also, uh, please, uh, if you can, uh, please uh, put a little bit of money in so that this way uh, uh, we can keep this great fest. Uh, from going uh, moving forward so uh, now the run starts at 8 but there's there's a prequel to the run itself and that is the kind of the pomp and circumstance I'm sure there must be a, a great Bosque name for that too you know, pre- never, pre- uh, <laughs> no so it's it's funny each year we started to kind of add things some elements uh, from our, our travels over there right so when Beth and I went on our honeymoon to Madrid we actually chanced by you know we were there during Holy Week right and so we were really moved by these cool uh, Spanish style processions that you've seen on TV most people have uh, where it's uh, a bunch of guys or and gals that are, are carrying these huge effigies of saints and since our event is, is themed after San Fermin so the Saint Fermin 
uh, we decided to kind of do to to pay that homage of that 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 cool tradition of having the drum led procession. Um, so that that starts. That's what we kind of kick everything off with to really get people in the mood. And that starts. And that and that I know that as as one of the drummers there, I think we start moving like around seven forty. No, no, no. Or? We were probably closer to seven twenty or so, and it's about a twenty minute, twenty five minute walk. So we start somewhere up around the Koshan area, right, and then kind of gallivant through. We're not using Convention Center Boulevard this year, so it'll be a little bit of a diversion. Uh, from the normal procession route. Right. Um, but then we try to get the saint in there in place by about quarter till. So, and I guess that's one of the things to talk about, too, is um, that uh, we are, uh, things have changed a bit uh, in terms, and, and I guess we'll get to that sure. in a quick second. So, the, uh, so at 7.20, the procession starts. Right. The saint moves in, and once it gets into its place, of course, then there's the blessing. Yeah, well, we have a little uh, drum. Our, our, our music, musicals, they get together and do a little fun five-minute uh, couple songs that they've been working really hard on, which is always a lot of fun. Yeah, and then uh, kind of, uh, I guess for some people, this is the main attraction, believe it or not. I believe it. As, uh, as we have our invocation or blessing from the Reverend Psych Ward. Yes, yes, indeed. And uh, it's always topical, so it's very funny. <laughs> Uh, at one point, you'll end up kneeling. Yeah. You, you don't think that you will now, but you will when you're in the moment. Yeah, when the other 5,000 people <laughs> next to you start kneeling, you'll go, I don't, I don't want to be the one standing up. Uh, a toast is then made, right. and then the bulls are released. And, that and, then the, and the runners are, <laughs> and the runners go. Yep. So now I know, of course, Convention Center Boulevard is completely tore up. So what's going to be – what's the news with that? So, yeah, they, they – I'm not sure why they ripped it up from four lanes to two lanes and one each way. Oh yeah, so it still does. It's still available. There's still yeah. They something. actually opened the side that they were working on, which is the side away from the river, and so it's now two lanes, but only one lane in each direction, where it used to be separated by um, the median. The median. And it was right. two two lanes each way. Uh, there's a large uh, sidewalk area. They just kind of you know. They, anyway, um, because they did all that construction, and then there's some. Um, so in between the two lanes is like some old cobblestone or bricks, and that's really impassable on skates. These girls, you know, they're good, but you know, let's, right. let's be honest. Right. Yeah. So anyway, they, the, we got with the NOPD, and they, they moved it to South Peters. So we're just one block in from uh, away from the river. So um, so the how are you going to – you're going to be asking people to – So, yeah, there's the exits. There's a, a, a street called Triangle Street that's not actually a street. <laughs> Is it I a think it's on the though? map. It's <laughs> it part is a of so the, the the way that the sugar mill is. There's a right. street that runs in between the venue and right. the parking the area. Parking lot. And That's that called is Triangle. triangle street. Is it called Triangle yeah. Street? Really? Exactly. That's like it used to be an old dirt road or something that they paved and over recently. Paved over, yeah. So right. that's one egress point. And then if you go out to John uh, to Andrew Higgins and then go, so the official start point is South Peters and Andrew Higgins. Got it. So when uh, after uh, the Pope uh, does his invocation and blessing. Then people are going to go down Triangle Street to start the run. Right, got it. Okay, so, and then and then what's the what's the route after that? Uh, you go from South Peters down uh, past a couple of our participating sponsor bars, which I get to talk about this year. Yes, um, Red Red Eye Grill and then Apre Lounge. They'll be there. They're supporting the event, so feel free to pop in there and, and say thanks and buy a cold one. Yes, please, 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 please. Uh, and then go down to Poydras, and you'll hang a left on Poydras. 
and then come right back past Barcadia and Lucy. So up, ch- up Chapatulas. <laughs> yeah, up Chapatulas. <laughs> so make a left onto Chop. <laughs> Got to hit all the sponsor plugs. Right, right, right. <laughs> uh, Barcadia and then Lucy. Lucy, Lucy's yeah. uh, retired right. surfers bar. Yeah, so then you head uh, all the way back down to Andrew Higgins, which is where Koshan is, and then you'll hang that left and go back to the surfers. Got it. So it's, uh, it's a little bit of a, yeah, it's or a, a rectangle. rectangle. Yeah. Right. Uh, and then uh, our, in the meanwhile, the our, the sponsors again, uh, just to name them, Red Eye Grill, uh, Apre Lounge, right. uh, Barcadia, uh, and then uh, uh, Lucy's Retired Bar, yeah. so Retired Surfers Bar. Are they going to? They're going to be having drinks out. And, oh yeah, they'll have drink specials. And drink specials. Um, There's not going to be like a bull hiding in like behind the bar <laughs> that could jump out. <laughs> who knows what they're doing? That's you know, I kind of gave them creative license to do right, what they want. Right, so. right. We'll see. <laughs> uh, uh, and then, uh, and then, of course, after that, this is the the thing that I like to talk about because every year Mickey uh, loves music, uh, and uh, we we actually we have bonded a lot over music <laughs> before, uh, and uh, and really kind of really chooses a a, a unique band. Uh, for the occasion uh, to play uh, at uh, after the run uh, inside uh, the Sugar Mill. Um, I think one of the most exciting ones uh, that you had was a band that I loved. And um, for some reason, I just like... It was Ida Punk. <laughs> God bless it, man. I was... Yeah, that was cool. That was amazing. <laughs> after, it was funny because every year I would email Christian and say, hey, is this the year? Is this right, the year? Right, and right. I almost didn't that year. I'm so glad and you said, did. Yep, we're in. Uh, for those of you guys that remember the Zyda Punk, here uh they were kind of real big maybe some 14 13 12 years ago 10 years ago or so uh and then christian moved to california yeah. and started some bands out there uh, zydeco music played like the punks not unlike what you would see what the pogues is to irish music yeah. Punks was to zydeco or cajun music but this year another favorite band uh right up there with the Punks is of course now the morning 40 federation yes. oh, cool big big fans of whiv if any of you guys are listening uh, you guys know i love y'all uh, and uh, we play you guys on WHIV. How did that uh, go down? Well, it's kind of a, a one of those bittersweet moments, but uh, Macon? It's, yeah, Macon's um, party. So uh, the founder, co-founder of the, the crew of the Rolling Elvi passed away after a very short uh, battle with cancer, and uh, so he he had a party for himself after he was gone. How cool is that? Uh, right? A memorial. Yeah. But. So he said, "Yeah, I'm gone. I, I got some money. Throw a party for everybody." And uh, the one, you know, one of the bands that he really loved, local bands, uh, was the Morning Forty Federation. So his friends got together and and tracked them down and said, "Hey, here's the sitch, man. Come do this for us." And and they agreed to do it. And while they were in town, you know, we had uh, we just said, "Hey, you guys, you know, now that you're back in the flow and all rehearsed and whatnot, how about come and do the Run of the Bulls?" And they were like, "Yeah." All right. right. <laughs> so that's how we got it. So thanks, Macon. That's <laughs> Macon is the gift that keeps giving. Yeah. Uh, just as a quick aside, I actually did you have you seen Rolling with Kings yet? No, I haven't yet. Yeah, I, I saw. I, it's it's good. Oh yeah. yeah, I'm sure they have some Bulls footage in there, right? Yeah. Uh, yes, they do. Yeah. They actually have a whole section of of the Running of the Bulls in there, actually, uh, and it's great. It's uh, it was like Running the Bulls circa five years ago, maybe. Yeah. Seven years ago. Uh, it's it's. Watching Macon, it was um, 
It was hard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, if you're tuned in, you are listening to 102.3 WHIV. This is Nolan Matters. Health is a human right. My name is Mark Allendary. It's a pleasure and honor uh, to have on the founder of the Running of the Bulls. More information can be found uh, at running um, the Nola Nola oh, Jesus Nola, Nola Bulls dot uh, com. Uh, and of course, you can find more information all over Facebook and what, what have you uh, about uh, Nola Bulls, as well as the Running of the Bulls in San Fairman. Um, just to kind of top off, at the uh, there's the Pantalones party at the Rusty Nail yep. uh, after that, and then of course the the next day on Sunday is Pobre Cite Pobre de Mi, Pobre de Mi, uh, and that is at Lula's Lula Distillery, uh, Distillery, which is located on St. Charles. That's correct. And uh, there's no admission for that. That just kind of show up, but you're on your own for bar and and food and, yes. and that sort of stuff. Um, and then also uh, there'll be some burlesque. Yeah. Roxy La Rouge, and the uh, big deal burlesque. Good. And then so. is there any uh, is there a Hemingway stuff as well? So, yeah, or? I mean we we try to you know get them to theme their their acts on it. Uh, uh-huh. it's, it's loosely. <laughs> <laughs> we can't get them to just do like one Hemingway, right? and you know nobody wants to look at Hemingway anyway, right? Um, so yeah, the theme would be just you know luck lucky this year. Got it. And then um, th- lucky because thirteen years. Yeah. Awesome. Voila. Congratulations. Thanks. And. Um, and then we have like a Hemingway lookalike contest. So, if you have some some nice cool chops and think you can get some Hemingway, we'll give you some prizes and and you know buy an absinthe drink or something. There you go. <laughs> and what time is that? Uh, we'll do the doors at eleven. Show at twelve. Got it. And uh, again, more information at nolabulls dot com. So there's so that is running of the bulls. So now let's kind of take a big step back yep. and uh, real quickly. Uh, one of the great things about the running of the bulls is the charitable charitable events uh, that uh, that you guys donate to. But there's one charitable event that, of course, is near and dear to your heart, and that of course is uh, Beth Friends uh, Forever. And maybe we can take a minute or two to talk about Beth. Beth Hanning is, of course, your wife, yep. uh, and also one of the co-founders of the running of the bulls. Uh, so maybe give us an idea. Of about what BFF is about. So BFF, as uh, we started, so I've been a cyclist for about, I don't know, eight, nine, ten years, something like that. And we do a lot of charity rides, uh, like the MS-150, things like that. And, and my that's buddy... In, that's in the movie too, by the way. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. I remember when they did that. I actually yeah. printed some shirts for them. They, yeah. they had the skin suits, man. It was... Yeah, they yeah. showed them. And capes. <laughs> they showed they, them. They rode their, their <laughs> cycle. Yeah. They it was hunt. all yeah, in that movie. Cool. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Scott, uh, my buddy Scott Galante, Galante and I started um, talking about doing our own ride and, and kind of finding a, a cause that we were near and dear to. And we started talking about this probably 2014 or so, 20, 2013. Well, in 2015 or 2014, actually, uh, Beth was diagnosed with uh, breast cancer. Stage B two, stage two B. So we were very fortunate to catch it early, uh, and we were also very fortunate that we had decided to purchase a supplemental cancer policy. Just and and I and I, I when I tell the story, I'm always amazed that just kind of you were like, yeah, let's do this. That was well. That was before the diagnosis. Yeah, way too many people we knew were you know. I, I, yeah, we found out a lot. So many more after we were diagnosed. Yeah, of course, she was diagnosed, but. You know, we, I, I'd known too many people, and I said, "Look, it's not that much right. you know, for for us, and we can." Right. I know it's right. not for right. everybody. Right. That's right. Not, of course, and that's kind of what we started uh, with the with the mission is is we know that there are people who are diagnosed with cancer that don't have this luxury, so the idea is to to give them a little bit of money. Um, uh, maybe one day that can grow if we can grow the the, the charity. 
but to to give them a check, to write them a check to the people, the women who are fighting cancer, that they can do whatever they want with. Right. It might help them with childcare. It might help them with uh, bus fare or cab fare or go to the salon. You know, it's just something while they're going through this to just to spend how they want. And, and, you know, just take a little bit of pressure off. So, but just to kind of finish the story, um, the, the, Beth was, was yes. diagnosed so with she, cancer. Yeah, she went through uh, her, her surgery and uh, reconstruction and all that, and treatments. everything, right. She did that in 2015. And, and, then, and, just, and I just want to also just say, although as a medical professional, they're not necessarily always recommended, but manual breast exams still are effective. <laughs> that is correct. And uh, and it, and this has been, I, I'm not sharing anything that hasn't already been talked about every year on this radio. Yep. Beth's cancer, as small as it was, was detected by a manual breast exam. So just, just I just, I just want to put that out yeah, there. Yeah, tell just him who's so, hand. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> they, they can uh, make up their own, yeah, they figured uh, it out. It was right. a manual breast exam, and then that manual breast exam, I think, then prompted a mammogram, which prompted an ultrasound, and then a biopsy, and then da 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 all yes, the way down correct. the line. Fortunately, uh, it was small. Uh, Beth was, uh, 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 was, uh, it came through it like a trooper. Yes, and machine. then, right, and then on the other end, uh, I, I think along Beth's travels, she met many women. Yes. Many people, but I think at this point it was mostly women right. um, that were experiencing the same thing. But as you said, are not coming from a place that the privilege that you and, well, it, and Beth. I think it was more. Let's say when when we when she was diagnosed and we made that public. Friends of friends of friends of friends were all saying, "Hey, I know someone who went through it. She helps people. She she counsels people. She talks to people." So Beth made this uh, nice little circle of friends who had all gone through it before. And our idea when we talked about the charity was to kind of create a similar environment. And Beth has been there for several other people who have been diagnosed, and she kind of helps and counsels and gives them a little bit of information. And and so, yeah, it was just kind of that experience of the supplemental policy plus the support was what gave us the idea to start BFF. And then uh, now you're able to have fundraisers. We have two main events. The one is the Friday event at the Running of the Bulls. So uh, this is where there's going to be a uh, auction. And right. There's places for people. Uh, there's a raffle. One of the raffle is uh, an annual. Uh, well, that's the big live auction item. Is the lifetime uh, VIP. Uh, right. And that's a lot of fun. <laughs> right. Um, and and do people every year do they like are they you here I am oh yeah <laughs> okay. yeah they well unfortunately one of them can't come this year he lives out in California got uh, it so but yeah it's fun they're they're great people they support they love the event and then um, they really enjoy getting to walk around and because they get on unlimited high fives from me and Beth so. <laughs> <you know. laughs> they get to stop me on my tracks when I'm running around and go oh, high five that? time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as somebody who's watched this event grow from something very small in the French Quarter to something massive, when Mickey walks by, he's in his green shirt. He's got like a little <laughs> earpiece, and he's like, "It's there's a, there's a, I'm like, hello, how are you? <laughs> very move, uh, <laughs> get out of my way, dude. I don't. I already spoke to you for an hour on the radio. I yeah. have nothing more to say to you. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, yeah, but it's it's fun. It's uh, the 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 charity is fun. So, and then the other thing we do is in the springtime we started a bike ride. That I Scott so and I, I been yeah about, so, so I so I it was funny because I was at a, at a board meeting with something else and uh, one of uh, your board members who I am on Ann the Porter. board with yeah mm-hmm. Ann Porter was El Presidente yes was La talking La Presidente yes <laughs> was talking about uh, the ride the next day. And I think it was right before the rains, or was it today? Oh, we got caught out a little bit. Uh, we, had to, I, we had to sag a few people in. Uh, really? Came down. Oh, yeah. So Beth and Beth, so two of our Beths, were up on the top of the, the Crescent City connection when, out of nowhere, oh, there's just, yeah, just swirling winds were just going crazy. And we had some plywood down that covered the gaps uh, uh, between the expansion joints. And this, you know, four by eight piece of plywood is like flying in the air, and Beth Galante is trying to grab it and... It's you know because trying to stop it from flying into the car lanes, right? Of course, or flying off the side of the bridge, right. or hitting one of them. Yeah, so right. She, they finally were able to wrangle it and stand on, and then they drove the car on top of it. Uh, but yeah, we had about fifteen riders that were still out in that rain. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Some yeah. of them refused to get off the bike. Oh, good. Huh. Which was crazy because yeah. the lightning was not yeah. anything to toy with. But then a couple of them were like, "Yeah, get me out of here." Yeah, I bet. And so this is a, and this is a, it's a fifty mile. We do a th- uh, thirty-five, basically, on a fifty. Got you know? it. Right. And you can turn around anytime you want because it's basically an out and back. But right. And then people would just basically pay to be in the in the race. So, they, so they yeah, there's a there's a, a ticket, and then there's a, a fundraising arm to it. So if you go out and raise, you know, two hundred fifty bucks, you get a cycling kit, and then some other levels that are a little bit higher. But yeah, it's. We're trying to get other people to fundraise for us, you know, yeah. which is the model that you know works for the MS150 and things like that. Right, right, right. It's a model that I wish I could do. Yeah, here. same here. At WHIV. We, we, we're trying. We're, yeah. <laughs> Brother, trust, trust me, I know your pain, man. <laughs> I feel it and I live it every day. Yeah, right on. Um, so, uh, again, so then all of this, then all the money is accumulated over these two big events. Uh, and then uh, you guys meet pretty regularly to figure out how so, to yes. uh, distribute these monies to people who need it. We have uh, – so Ann Porter, who we mentioned earlier, is, is a nurse, and she's in the, that world. And, and so is Lauren Levert, who's uh, also a nurse. So these are, these are affected – these are, in fact, affected women, people who've experienced – Ann Porter was. Yes. Lauren is not. She's on the board, but she's a nurse. And, Got it, of course. And uh, so they have a lot of contacts, and we, what we do is we get social workers to mention BFF. And then they social give them workers an application. That are, social workers that are actively taking care of women with cancer. Right, correct. Right. That are in, in that norm in different different places. They talk, tell them about it, give them an application. That application comes through, and then we have a review process. Um, do you guys like meet monthly in review? or We do uh, basically a, a end of year and kind of spring donation period. So right after the big event or right before the big event, and then sometime around December we try to get some out. Um, so yeah, that's, there's a committee that, that reviews and then, you know, it's, it's really not, I, it's, it's, I don't get to see, I'm not on the review board, so I don't know. It's just, they look at it and see, or here's some people that really would be affected in a positive way by doing it. And uh, it's, it's difficult to, to pick and choose that way. I would, it is not a committee that I would want to to determine need based on, I mean, because you're going to want to obviously give money to everybody, obviously, but you can't do that. Any 
any positive stories that have come out or any positives that a have? lot of them choose to stay anonymous and that's fine you know we understand that but we've, we've but even still like even if even if they're anonymous i mean do they ever report back hey my day at the salon was like the best day of the year i or, haven't heard any of those. Okay. i think ann porter who who deals directly with them once the, the we've made the decisions and she's the one who contacts them and says hey we're congratulations she's probably heard from a few got uh, it. i personally haven't got it that. yeah it's really an amazing thing again this Again, uh, every year, uh, the uh, running of the Bulls, the NOLA running of the Bulls or San Fairman, uh, the monies uh, are uh, given to a charity called Best Friends Forever. Is there a website that, that Yeah, what, it's what? bestfriendsforever.org. Yeah, bestfriendsforever.org. <laughs> I know. Twisting you up. I, I, I really want to say best friends forever. Of course I do. Beth's friends forever. Play on words, man. I understand, but still, <laughs> my mouth, my brain does one thing, my brain, my mouth does something else. This has gotten me in trouble for many years of my life. <laughs> Beth's friends forever uh, is the uh, charitable organization. Again, this is named after uh, Beth uh, uh, Hanning, uh, who uh, uh, had breast cancer herself, uh, and again along the road had seen a lot of uh, women uh, who needed money uh, along the way, uh, and. Uh, and so now this is a charitable event in which people who are undergoing cancer treatments, women who are undergoing cancer treatments, are able to apply for some monies that is not monies that's meant for medication. It's not monies meant for – it's not accountable money. It's really mm-hmm. – it's money to be spent in any way that um, that the recipient feels that she would like to spend that money on. Right. And I think it's really – it's a great uh, organization if you'd like to donate there. Again, or more information can be found at bff.org. Best Friends Forever, not the acronym. Oh, no, 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 that's <laughs> right. Bestfriendsforever.org, yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. oh, and also I want to mention that it's not the, that money not, is not targeted only to breast cancer. So that's one other thing when we decided to open that up, some of the social workers we were working with was like, oh, that's amazing because there's a lot of money that's aimed at towards breast cancer, but right. there's so many other. Uh, so they were really happy. So that, that it's for any any cancer that... You know, a woman is going through. Right. Yeah, that's amazing. So, uh, again, uh, the money is going to great places. Uh, and, of course, both of these organizations are nonprofits uh, as well and are being done out of the love uh, uh, and uh, and care uh, for community and love of community as well. So, all right, let's go back to talking about the silly stuff. All right. Uh, now that the serious stuff is, uh, is out of the way. Uh, uh, if you're tuned in, you're listening to 22.3 WHIV. This is Noel Matters. Health is a human right. My name is Mark Allendary. It's a pleasure to have on uh, in my annual uh, review of San Fairman uh, and the running of the Bulls. More information can be found at nolabulls.com is uh, the founder of the running of the Bulls, Mickey Hanning. Have you read the news of the running of the Bulls that happened recently? There are a couple of yeah, uh, yeah. some uh, some folks from San Francisco. Like, yeah, it was a guy who got gored in the neck. Gored in the neck. Like, why are we still doing this? Like, <laughs> like it's 2019. Like... <laughs> I, I have to, you know, I'll, I'll bow out of that conversation. But, uh. Gord in the, I read that, yeah. and the and the ones that I are so hard for me to look at are, are the ones that are gored in the rear, and you just mm. see them like yeah. lifted up. God bless it, man. Like, yeah, it, it's it's something they need to address uh, for a, for different reasons. The one thing that I can say on that is, is that it's they let too many people do it. 
Yes, that's actually a very good point too. That's it. And then the, aren't the streets? I think you told me. I know that the we've told we've done the origin story a, a couple times. I didn't want to do it again this year because I think we did it last year. I'll wait until a year or two to talk about the origin story because I love hearing about the origin story. But aren't aren't there like isn't there like tomatoes? Like isn't there? It's no. a slippery. No, or, it, no, they get it, up in the morning. So that that town is twenty four hours for eight days and. It's just a mess, right? So this party's going on the street all night long. So in the morning, at about 6 or 6.30, they go out there and hose the streets Okay, down. so they hose the streets down. Yeah. Okay, so then it dries up pretty quickly. It's still rather moist. I mean, okay. it's no sun. It's probably 55, 60 degrees. It's right. not very hot. I mean, it's, it's you know, northern Spain, uh, and it's chilly at night. So it's just, it's it's slick. Right. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's madness. Right. And, <laughs> and there's the- just thousands of people, and you... You know the biggest, and there's problem, no registration there. No, though, no, no. Right? You just, you know, as long as you're there by a certain time, they'll let you do it. And um, it's just, it's you're you're more. It's probably more dangerous because of the person who's not paying attention, sure, than it is than the bull that's running behind. Sure. Now they're they're obviously going to cause the bigger problem, right, right, right. Uh, but it's just people that are just foolish. They're hungover. Right. They're drunk. Whatever. And right. And, so and, and how and do, and how are they able to limit? Like, I mean, there's only. X amount of people that could be on the road. So if they if they uh, uh, exceed that X amount of people that are on the road, I mean, just so, even getting into the stadium is so a choke point. The problem right? is so so, the way it goes is that there's the ayuntamiento, which is like the, the town hall, and there's a big square there. And if you're not in that square by uh, whatever seven thirty or so, you're technically probably not getting in to do it that day. That day, but they'll run them. Eight the next days, day, yeah. eight days, right? So if once they do that at about ten minutes till uh, eight, they kind of walk up the route a little bit, kind of to relieve some of that pressure. Okay, all right, I, I understand. So okay, I got it. Got now it. Okay, you're allowed to be probably 150 yards or so. So they're able the, to kind of spread out right. a little bit and give. So people- what happens is the people that walk up the route and right. start at the you know maybe with you know 300 yards or so to go. They're just kind of hanging out and talking, and right, then the all people the people in the back, are, back are, running. are running like crazy people. <laughs> and then because the bulls are on their way, yeah, right. <laughs> and there's just so many people that the people in front they can't, they don't know where to. They just kind of hear maybe the, of the right. crowd, and then they start running, and then you know, and then somebody falls down, and then you're tripping over them, yeah. and it's it's, it's yeah. just too many. It's too many people, and that's why all these people are getting gored. Yeah, it's it's and. I'm not gonna even talk about the animals afterwards. <laughs> let's stay. <laughs> let's stay with this silly stuff. I, I I saw something that actually reminded me uh, of you. That actually, just this morning, um, did you see some of this video? Like this mountain of hell. Did you Did you see this? Is a big mountain race. It's a bike race in in uh, in France. No, it's called the mountain of hell, and it's on a it's on a mountain that starts off. It's a, it's there's still snow on the mountain, and it's a very steep decline right and uh it was it's a half hour ride it's a very intense ride it it's the first maybe eighth of it is all on snow and then it becomes like a really rough terrain um uh, that just recently had snow on it so it's very muddy and whatever Mm -hmm. but uh the 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 clip was really the first like you know the first minute and it's you have a ton and it reminded me of running the bulls you have a ton of these bikers that are going down this mountain that's all slick of snow and it just takes one person to wipe out and then all everybody starts wiping out and then then all of a sudden you're coming down and you can't avoid. Yeah, 
There's no breaking on ice. Right. right. There's no breaking on ice and, and uh and, 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 and that, my friends, are how people get gored. <laughs> exactly. So it's a good correlation. I like it. Uh, this morning I was thinking about you as I was as I was watching the video. It was a it was a GoPro uh, video. Uh, it was actually pretty cool. I get so like anything high elevation like that freaks me out. Oh uh, really? I used to be able to climb to the top of a, a radio tower and not be no problem. But now if I go like to the edge of a mountain and look over the side, I'm like, Okay, I gotta turn around. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, like I, we just got back from from Bulgaria, and I, Ian and Liana's like, hey, we need to put some stuff on our walls, and so I couldn't climb to the top of the ladder. Ooh. Like, well, no, I don't have the ladder problem. <laughs> yeah, no, I have a ladder problem. Uh-oh. Like, I was like, after like I got up, she's like, climb that ladder, and I'm like, I can't do it. Like, I got up like wow. maybe eight feet, and I couldn't go. I couldn't go above eight feet. I was like, and I'm like, um, stretch. I'm like, we could do it right here. And she's like, no, it needs to be way higher. I literally got off the ladder, went outside, called a couple people, and I was like, all right, Wednesday. Oh, boy. I couldn't, uh, but we went, you know, we went, we went and did these hiking trips through Bulgaria, and, and we looked down some mountains, and I got the same, like, woo, yeah. all right, done. And I, used to, I mean, when I was a kid, man, none, none of that bothered me. Yeah. I could stand, yeah. But I'd walk out on a T-bar over or something. Oof. And just, Idiotically, Dude, I do don't you. have. Yeah, I don't. I don't have those jeans at all, man. Those, <laughs> have you seen those pictures of like these guys in like New York City, and they're all like on, oh. on like the like on a little thin metal like railing, and they're all having their lunch. No. Hey, have you seen that? And it's like ninety six no, stories. Of, <laughs> they're not belted in. See, or... But I used to do. I I would have done that when I was twenty or fifteen. Uh, now I see that, never. and I have to turn it off. I have to turn yeah. the TV off because it's like gives me anxiety. <laughs> insane uh but this saturday you don't have to do any of that stuff <laughs> no not me. all you have to do is is is, is, is our, run our from does, the bulls interestingly um so we usually do our blessing invocation over this big catwalk right well because we're not using uh convention center boulevard we're gonna we're gonna move that oh so the triangle street we oh, were talking about okay. and, and he's gonna be on a scissor lift 35 feet what's in a the scissor lift 20, you know, those it's it stays those on like, the ground, and then you can jack it up. Oh, to, like like one of those the, like I thought they were called like cherry cherry pickers. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a scissor lift. Yeah. I got it. That makes sense. So yeah, he's going to be standing on that uh, twenty five feet in the air, and <laughs> and then uh, usually all me. the musicaros are up there and stuff. Are, yeah, um, so we got to I got to work with uh, with Ryan about that uh-huh. um, to figure out what we're going to do. But because we want him aimed at the people here and not out on Convention Center Boulevard. Right. You know. Of course, that makes sense. I was wondering how that, that was going to actually yeah. happen. So, again, so this is uh, this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday is the Big San Fairman weekend, uh, starting with El Chupanaza. So. Ah! Damn, I was so <laughs> trying to impress you, too. <laughs> El Chupanaza. So, uh, Friday. Uh, Remember, L is masculine. That's so, right. Yeah, uh, duh, 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 duh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. El Chupinazo. So, uh, five to nine. That's five o'clock to nine uh, p.m. Uh, four hours at six for one very low price. Uh, six uh, restaurants, uh, unlimited uh, drinks uh, as well. Air conditioned uh, in a beautiful, uh, the very beautiful Sugar Mill uh, location. A huge place uh, with live music. Uh, more information there. Please go and sign up and buy your ticket. It's at nolabulls.com. Uh, then on Saturday uh, is the running of the Bulls. The procession starts at 7.20 a.m. Please, 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 again, uh, 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 visit Register. the... Um, 
visit the website, register. register. Please throw a couple of dimes uh, in the direction of the nolabulls.com so this way they know you're coming and this way we can actually have this festival next year. Please go and register. The procession starts at 720. Uh, the uh, Pope uh, does the invocation at 745? Probably at 750. Yeah. 750 or so. Uh, and uh, a toast is made a blessing is done over the crowd the runners are allowed to uh, run uh, through the streets of New Orleans and as you pass uh, Red Eye Grill as you pass uh, Apre uh, uh, as you pass Barcadian as you pass uh, Lucy's Surfers Retired Bar please uh, visit uh, as well and let them know you appreciate their sponsorship yeah. for the NOLA Bulls then you please and then you come back and you'll enjoy Morning 40 Federation especially if you registered uh, the air conditioning feels really really good what we didn't talk about and we'll just quickly squeeze in in the last minute or two is that then there's several contests one of them is the uh, biggest uh, horns or the horniest horns horniest bull the horniest bull <laughs> uh, and this is a contest of the uh, roller girl who has uh, the best uh, helmet uh, and again at the last couple of years I don't know why the machine gun one stands out as somebody who's got pacifist <laughs> on my yeah. and a very anti-gun person <laughs> well it was the first one that was like Interactive, yeah, I think. I think you that's know, probably so. what it was. And then it, it, then it doesn't surprise me that the only other one I remember is the one with chainsaws, and it would have to be the same person. <laughs> yeah, same that's, that speaks to her creativity. Um, the uh, Horniest Bull uh, contest as well. Then, of course, the great, great, great Morning 40 Federation. And then after that, the party wraps up at the Rusty Nail uh, right down the street. Yeah, so DJ is abound. We have Cody Banks, DJ Cody Banks out on the slab. We got DJ Brass. Uh, so she's actually a rollerball. So oh, she's cool. going to go skate and then go get on stage for uh, the opening DJ set. So that's pretty cool. Right on. Yeah. And then after that, uh, lastly, is Pobre Mi. De Mi. Pobre de Mi, which is at Lula's Distillery uh, at uh, on St. Charles. Doors are at 11. Uh, the burlesque show starts at noon. Uh, and again, that is no uh, f- no uh, fee to get in. But of course, uh, uh, of course, bar and, and that and does restaurant. get busy. So I, so I recommend you get there at 11 right. so you can have a seat. Otherwise, and be please bring some money to tip the girls because yes. I assume that there's probably tips that are appreciated by the burlesque girls. Yes. Uh, all uh, proceeds go to uh, Beth's Friends Forever, uh, which is an amazing organization, a nonprofit organization founded by one of the mem- uh, 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 founded by um, uh, the founders of the Nola Bulls, uh, particularly Beth Hanning, who uh, experienced a breast cancer and is giving back to the community in the way that is most meaningful, and that's really just cash as needed so uh uh, all proceeds go to an amazing organization uh and uh, they do amazing things mickey anything else we have a another minute or so did i miss anything or no i just um you know want to thank you for what you guys do here and um encourage everyone to, to donate not only to to beth's friends forever and register for the bulls but remember whiv Yes, uh, and also I, I know that we, we always talk about this too late, but please let us know for next year so we can also uh, sponsor and, and do promotions and, and stuff like that. So in the interim, thank you guys. Uh, thank you so much for uh, for tuning in. I'm trying to actually be slick here and trying to get a song queued up, but for some <laughs> reason it's not queuing up, and I'm not quite as slick as I uh, wanted myself to be. So let me see if I can do this again. There we go. Okay, so 
Yeah, there we go. So as hasta pronto, amigos. As we're as we're signing out here, uh, please uh, consider WHIV for next year for sponsorship. Uh, again, nolabulls.com. Uh, this Saturday is running of the Bulls. Come out dressed up in white uh, and red sashes. Look at pictures, and you guys will see the theme. Thank you so much, Mickey. Thank you. I appreciate it. Bye-bye. Ciao. Llega así esta manera, no tiene la culpa. Amor de comprenda, amor de en el pasado. Ven, 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 That was super fun. All right, if you are tuned in, you are listening to 23.3 WHIV. We're going to be starting Resistance Radio in just a moment. Uh, before we get started, let me do want to remind you all that 102.3 WHIV is a volunteer-driven community radio station. Uh, now more than ever, we need a platform for human rights and social justice. We are able to honor independent voices with community support. That's right. That means support from all you all, and we do appreciate all of that support. Uh, please become a member of WHIV uh, by setting up monthly donations of any amount that you wish. You can donate a dollar a month, $5 a month, whatever you can do for you. Also, we can support WHIV by buying T-shirts, stickers, fanny packs, whatever, from our online store. So please go to WHIV 